Welcome to Sparking Wholeness, where we talk all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Erin Carey. I'm a survivor of bipolar disorder and a self-proclaimed nutrition nerd who loves asking why. As a certified integrative nutrition health coach, my goal is to help people find balance, and I want to help you find ways to spark wholeness in your life. For more information, check out sparkingwholeness.com or on the Instagram handle, Sparking Wholeness. And now, get ready for today's awesome show. Hey everyone, welcome to Sparking Wholeness. I'm very excited about our special guest today. Our special guest is Dr. Tracy Straup. She has been in the health and wellness industry for over 25 years. She has a BS in exercise and sports science from the Pennsylvania State University with a minor in nutrition. She has also continued her education taking courses in biochemistry, biology, and food science. Tracy is a certified digestive health specialist from the Food Enzyme Institute. Very fascinating. She once dreamed of going to medical school, but turned down her acceptance to pursue a career in natural health. She completed her designation as a naturopathic doctor from Trinity School of Natural Health with additional courses as a master herbalist, iridology, and as a certified natural health professional. So Dr. Straup, I'm hoping I'm saying that right now. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for being Thank here. You. Well, thank you for having me. And, you know, one of the things that I, I love to correct people on is I just like people to call me Tracy. Um, okay. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I think the title of doctor, which means teacher, that's its derivative. Mm -hmm. um, but when you hear that word, you kind of think like, hmm, I'm putting my responsi responsibility of health on somebody else. And really, when people just break it down, my whole goal is to teach people to take their health back. So yeah. everybody just calls me Tracy. So that's what that's what we're gonna call me today. How's that? Okay, Tracy? I love it, Tracy. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Thank you for that. Um, so excited to talk to you about the topic, mostly of um, MTHFR gene mutations, how that affects our overall health and well-being, how that over overall or how that impacts our overall mental health and well-being. But first, I want to know a little bit about um, you know in your bio you mentioned. Um, or it's mentioned that you got accepted to medical school, you turn it down for natural health. So I want to know more about your interest in natural health and how that came about. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I can't say that I grew up natural. I mean, everybody's story starts that way. Like, Oh, I grew up natural. That wasn't me. <laughs> I was the McDonald's child. I lived through mm -hmm. that generation of people, yep. um, you know, along with the fact that, um, you know, when I went to college, I was the ramen noodle and diet Coke yep. survivor. <laughs> uh, you know, bagels were all the rave and mm -hmm. hot chocolate with everything. So I can't say like, yeah, I totally grew up healthy. I didn't. Um, I came out of the 80s and 90s and when we ate really poorly. Mm -hmm. When I went to school, my dream was actually to be a veterinarian. And, you know, oh, wow. my parents were like, oh, you sure? You're not really the type that can put an animal down. I thought, you're right. I probably couldn't do that. But what about humans? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I actually went and took my MCATs, which was like the worst experience of my life. Um, they're extremely hard. Mm, yeah. And I went off and, you know, started applying to med schools and had my hopes and dreams of going. Uh, but then along the way, I, I met a couple of people. Um, I was overweight my whole life. So as I got more into my college career and things like that, I started to take classes that were more pertaining to exercise science. Mm. And at that time you had to take physics and biochemistry and OCHEM and all the terrible chemistry mm -hmm. you had to take. Um, so I was prepped to go to either PT or I could go to med school. 
Well, when I started my weight release journey, right, it just really sparked an interest in me and in overall whole body health and nutrition and everything like that. And so I drastically went a different direction. I went into personal training first. Hmm. Uh, I love that. I really helped people like, you know, kind of take their health back through weight loss. Yeah. It just seemed more free to me uh, to be able to touch a larger genre of people rather than kind of be confined into this medical model. Um, and then, you know, once I had my first son, John, I, I really wanted just to do the very best for him. Mm -hmm. And that's when I went back and, and really pursued a career in natural health. And because I was a mama and because I was <laughs> married, I couldn't really go into these four, six, eight year programs. Something that I needed was, you know, more traditional naturopathy, mm -hmm. which is non-invasive. We don't invade the body, um, which is really important because, you know, we gotta let doctors be doctors. Like medical yeah. professionals are there for a reason. They're trauma care, but they shouldn't be preventative care. You shouldn't mm -hmm. use your pharmaceuticals to prevent anything, which they don't, mm -hmm. they suppress. And, you know, that's why integrative care is so important. That's why people like me work with people like them yeah. so that people like you can get really healthy. You can mm -hmm. get the medical procedures and tests you need, and you can get the nutritional and lifestyle um, assessments mm -hmm. and direction that you need. So I didn't want to be confined into a medical model. It was nothing against it. It was mm -hmm. just not my path. I am also not a big pharma pharmaceutical believer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm not into symptom repression. Mm -hmm. um, I'm more about lifestyle change and getting systems functions and organs to do what they should be doing naturally mm -hmm. through nutrition and, you know, lifestyle changes, good thinking, spirituality, all that kind of stuff. I so love that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's fascinating. It, um, that was like a combined like decade yeah. of my life, like really condensed. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot in there that we missed out on. And um, yeah, it's all very fascinating. So thank you for sharing that. Um, so on the topic of MTHFR, as some people say, the bad word gene mutation, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it is a hot topic right now in health circles. And I would love to know, first of all, what it is. Um, how can we break that down in an easy to understand way? And why is it such a big deal? Why is, why are so many people paying attention to this mutation? Yeah. So MTHFR is actually a gene and it's essential for the production of an enzyme called methotetrahydrofolate reductase. Easy for you to say, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and this is, this enzyme is really essential for the process of methylation mm -hmm. and methylation is how your body repairs itself. It's how it creates DNA, RNA, mm -hmm. your immune system, your mm -hmm. hormones, and uh, you know basically your overall your neurotransmitters, which are how you feel. It's your serotonin, your dopamine, your feely good hormones, right? When you have a mutation with this gene, with the methotetrahydrofolate reductase gene, um, or enzyme, excuse me, when you have a mutation with the enzyme, you can no longer convert folic acid to folate, which is the activated form. And why does that matter? Well, it's kind of like a bicycle, okay? If you have two wheels on a bicycle, the back wheel is what pushes the bike forward. And your feet pedal the bike, and it creates this energy. And that back wheel then propels the front wheel. The front wheel is really the direction that your bike goes, right? Is it going to be DNA? Is it going to be RNA? Is it going to be hormones? Is it going to be immune system? Is it going to be neurotransmitters? So if we look at those two circles, the back circle being the vitamin B cycle mm -hmm. or, and the front wheel being the methionine cycle, which is mm. protein, it's the back wheel that creates the fuel, the B vitamin cycle. And mm. so we really have to be able to eat food 
and convert those vitamins to what we call activated forms. And when they're activated, it means that they can receive. They're ready to receive something. And what they need to receive is a protein that's broken down in the other half of the bicycle, in the front wheel. So wow. that activated folate, because of this little enzyme, MTHFR, um, it gets converted to an activated form that's ready to receive. It crosses the bridge, you know, basically the frame mm -hmm. of your bike. And the vitamin that helps it cross is activated B12. So B12 is very important for mm -hmm. us. Uh -huh. It goes across the frame of the bike into the front wheel. And so that's where it can bind with different methyl groups that are created. Uh, and those come from your ability to break down good protein well, which is why mm -hmm. it's so important to have good digestive health. Uh, and those combine together and what they do, sorry, my dog turned around. What they do <laughs> is they actually um, connect and they start to build your DNA, your RNA, your hormones, your neurotransmitters, and your immune system. So okay. you ever work out? Do you work out? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes. So this is, this is why this all kind of matters as well. So not only do they cellularly repair together these activated B vitamins and this broken down protein, methyl groups, they come together and they build these healthy cells or they repair healthy cells. Not only does it do that, but this whole process of methylation, which is what this is called, creates a byproduct. So if you've ever worked out, Erin, then you know that when you're lifting weights, right, you get like a burning in your muscles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That burning is called lactic acid. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. It's a byproduct, right? So your body is like creating this acid to tell you like, whoa, okay, stop for a minute. You're lifting too much weight. We have too much junk in your muscle bellies. We got to clean this out a little bit, get some blood flow in there, rest, and then we'll start over again. Okay. That's, that's how your body works. The same thing happens with this methylation cycle. You get a byproduct called homocysteine. And mm. homocysteine has to either be you know, ousted or it has to be converted and reused. And right. so what happens is because of this cycle and how much energy from those B vitamins you create and how many methyl groups will determine how well you can convert this toxic homocysteine into either more methyl groups, right? It goes back into that front wheel, that methionine uh -huh. cycle, or it creates our major antioxidant in our body called glutathione. Uh -huh. So a couple of things happen out of methylation, cellular repair, DNA, RNA, hormone, neurotransmitters, immune system, all amped up, repaired, healthy, optimal, right? That's one part of methylation. The other one is the creation of glutathione from a toxic byproduct called homocysteine. Right. Okay, so oh. your body doesn't do anything wrong. It's meant to have a waste product, and then your body's super smart, and it's like, you know what? I'm going to use some NAC and some vitamin C and some other nutrients that your body has. I'm going to make glutathione, and huh. glutathione is the antioxidant, the major one that is our fighter of all those horrible words, toxins, and diseases. Mm -hmm. That's what glutathione does. So why does all this matter? If we had mm -hmm. optimal levels of B vitamins and good digestive process, and we lived in a perfect world, you would create optimal DNA, RNA, immune system, neurotransmitters, and hormones. And you would have enough glutathione to even extract from your body heavy metal poisoning, things oh, wow. like Lyme. Perfect world, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. but we don't live there. We don't live no. there, Aaron. We live in a stressful <laughs> world. So what happens is we have been bombarded with toxicity mm -hmm. uh, outside and inside, things that we live in, things that we've put into our body, 
that has changed our body, that has mutated our body. And the result is this MTHFR mutation. Okay. And it's present in 40% of our population. Some sort of mutation is present mm-hmm. in 40%, which means those people can no longer make optimal healthy DNA or RNA or have an optimal healthy immune system or an immune system that actually responds the way it should. Um, they don't make healthy hormones. How many hormone issues do we have? Oh, so many. Yeah. How many autoimmune issues do we have? Everyone I know pretty much. <laughs> How much depression, anxiety, and mm-hmm. different mental issues do we have? MS, Skyrocketing. Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we can't create neurotransmitters. Those are the signals. Yeah. That's how our brain communicates, right? And are our bodies more toxic than ever? Yes. Because sure. we don't have enough glutathione. So we're yeah. seeing things like Lyme disease hang on. We're seeing heavy metal toxicity. Mm-hmm. We're seeing altered DNA, altered RNA, altered immune system, altered hormones, altered mm-hmm. you know neurotransmitters. And the manifestation is called symptoms. So if 40% has this mutation in one way or the other, there should be a massive concern for people to understand, A, what is it? Yeah. What can I and can't I do? And how can I help myself through it? Because does it mean I'm doomed? Absolutely not, because the body's amazing. So in a nutshell, it's basically a mutation that keeps us from converting B vitamins to cellular repair and to create enough antioxidant to detoxify our body. And I've said this from the beginning, your body does two things there. It assimilates nutrients and it detoxifies itself. That's it. And if it can't do those two things, which is where we are now with this mutated gene, that causes oxidative stress mm. and eventually dis-ease of the body mm-hmm. and eventually death. That's how that works. Yeah. yeah. So that was and, and, my scary summation. Oh, no, that's so fascinating. <laughs> I like the, the bicycle analogy. I have not heard that. And that is, you know, I'm picturing it. I'm a very visual person, so I'm picturing it. And I'm like, yes, this all makes sense to um, everything I've been looking at through my own health history. So that is absolutely fascinating. Um, I think one thing, like you said, the 40%, I think that that's really interesting. And I would be interested in knowing how many of that 40% know that they have. <laughs> well, that's interesting because that comes down to SMPs, your single nucleic polymorphism. Which one are you mutated in? Because not all are expressive. Right. They don't all oh. express themselves and let you know there's something wrong. So you can mm-hmm. be a carrier of this mutation and not know it because you're not symptomatic. But oh. if you meet a carrier and you're a carrier and you mm-hmm. guys have children, there's a good chance. It's just like the mm. little Punnett squares. Remember the Punnett squares back oh, yeah. in high school? Love you know, those. Yeah. Mom has blue eyes. Your dad <laughs> has brown eyes. Yeah. And you would go through this little Punnett square and two of your kids would have brown eyes and maybe one would be a recessive carrier and one would have blue eyes. Same thing goes with your genes. You're kind of playing like the, you know, roll the dice game. You may have children that have zero SNP polymorphism. You may mm. have no mutations. You'll have one or two kids like that but then you might have one that has both. Hmm. And that child is different. He's special Mm -hmm. or she's special. Mm -hmm. She can't cellularly repair like your other children and she can't detox like them. Hmm. So when we do the same protocols for all kids, vaccine regimens, vaccine mandates, nutrition, dyes, uh, glyphosate, additives, Mm -hmm. preservatives, to some kids it doesn't affect and to other kids it destroys. Hmm. So this is what we need to look at from a 10,000 foot view, take out egos, 
Yeah. Get back <laughs> and to money. science. <laughs> and money. And get yeah. back to science. Mm-hmm. Because there is not a one-fits-all regimen. No. There's no. never and always a never in health ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that you brought that up. That's, that's um, so good. Now, as far as health overall, you know, you mentioned these people that struggle with chronic disease that could be rooted in MTHFR for people who are listening and are like, well, I don't have that because I'll be honest, when I first heard of MTHFR, I was like, Psh, I don't have that. That's, I don't have autoimmune. I don't have, well, hello. I was diagnosed with um, Epstein-Barr, um, mm-hmm. or I suffered from mono, which turned into Epstein-Barr. I have reactivated Epstein-Barr all the time. I was diagnosed with bipolar when I was young, adrenal fatigue. Like I had all these things going on. I never thought that maybe MTHFR played a role in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what are some other issues that are associated with MTHFR? Yeah. So <clears throat> one of the things that they look for with, excuse me, I have like a frog in my throat. No, you're okay. <laughs> one of the things that they look for uh, when they're trying to diagnose somebody with heart disease is they'll test the blood for high homocysteine. Levels. Mm. So right there, you know that that person is not converting that homocysteine to glutathione. Right. And so we know that there's something wrong in one of the wheels, right? We're either Uh not getting enough protein or breaking down that protein, or we're not getting enough converted B vitamins or folate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know that spina bifida is a result of the mother's inability or lack of folic acid converted to folate. We're seeing more spina bifida now. Yes, we are. Because yeah. mamas can't convert folic acid to folate. And we'll get back to folic acid. Yes. <laughs> it's but some of the signs and symptoms, migraines and headaches, mm. chronic fatigue, reoccurring miscarriages, infertility, mm. abnormal pap smears, hormonal imbalance, autoimmune issues, chronic digestive issues, mood issues, brain fog, sleep issues, eggs, pains, pretty much anything that comes out of DNA, RNA, your hormones, mm. your immune system, and your neurotransmitter mm. system may be linked. Now, Maybe, does that yeah. mean everybody? No. Right. Does that mean if you are eating like horrible food and you're under a lot of stress and you can't remember anything that you have MTHFR mutation? No. It means your lifestyle may need a, a change. Mm-hmm. However, we do have the ability to find out. And my thing was, why well, guess when you can know? So you can ask your doctor for these blood tests mm-hmm. You can absolutely get in touch with different labs that will send saliva kits. And mm-hmm. there's great labs out there, very affordable. Yeah. And you can find out Then it's up to you to seek out the right health professional that fits with your budget and with your lifestyle to help you, you know, kind of get through those muddy waters until you realize like, how can I empower myself? So that's what mentors are for, right? And that's basically what a healthcare professional should be. They should be mentoring you to take your health back, not taking your health in their hands. And looking at the root of those issues instead of going, oh, looking at the symptoms and the Band-Aid care. You know, I mean, that's been the biggest thing for my health has been learning to treat the root instead of just putting a Band-Aid on it. Um, Absolutely. So with that, you know, I'm kind of jumping ahead, um, but I do want to know while we're on the topic, lab work, um, where do you recommend, like, are there, do you do this um, through your company? Like, what what do you recommend for that? Yeah, we actually use a company called Molecular Testing Labs. They are an in-house testing party. And I recommend that you get labs where the lab tests happen in-house. If somebody's taking your saliva or your blood and like third party having it tested, There's a lot more touch points to that and a lot more air. Hmm. So 
you want to seek out like, you know, a lab or a facility that will test in-house. Um, now, if you go to your primary care physician or somebody like that and they draw blood, they work with labs that have tighter credentials. If you're working with some sort of saliva-based testing lab, mm -hmm. we use molecular testing labs. The test okay. will cost you about $150 out of pocket, but they give you a beautiful report. It tells you what your SMP mutation is. Mm. It tells you some of the things that you could be subjected to. And it also gives you some lifestyle changes of like, mm. you know, reducing stress and, you know, mm -hmm. eating better and, and trying to get foods that have lots of activated folate. So, mm -hmm. you know, we want to make sure that we're doing that. The issue is people with MTHFR mutation can eat all the folic acid rich foods and all that. The conversion of folic acid to folate, though, is the issue and what starts right. the power of the back wheel. So even if they are eating a completely rich folic acid diet, they may be only converting 20 to 30 percent of mm -hmm. that folic acid to folate and the other, you know, 60, 70, you know, 80 percent, whatever it is, is now toxic to them. Right. So that's yeah. the issue. Yeah. So what happens to, so for example, I have, um, I am heterozygous for the C677T. I think that's the one, if I'm saying it right. 677T um, heterozygous? Yes, that mm -hmm. one. That's the one I have. Okay. So if I do consume folic acid, how, how much of it, um, do you know the exact percentages like for somebody with one mutation versus... Yes. You know, homozygous. Yes. In theory, in theory from in theory, what they've right. tested. Um, mm -hmm. Now keep in mind lifestyle can mm. impact the conversion because oh, your mind thought. is amazing. Mm. And remember, some people aren't born this way. I want you to mm. understand that it can be turned on through life, through oh, okay. some sort of toxicity, trauma. I mean, whatever it is that can really offset your um, autonomic nervous system mm -hmm, can mm -hmm. flip this on. So the beautiful thing is that through proper supplementation, you can get your conversion up naturally um, okay. back to almost an optimal level. Now, will you always have to be on some sort of converted B vitamin? Probably. But mm -hmm. wouldn't that just be great just to have to take one B vitamin a day and go on your way, right? As long as it's in the right active forms. Yeah. So let's go over the SMPs just so people know. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So the term homozygous and heterozygous, homozygous means same. So if you imagine a ladder, okay? You remember back in school, Aaron, you had the DNA ladders, yes. right? Okay. And in the middle of the little swirly DNA, you had the crossbars that looked like the ladder rungs. Okay. Mm -hmm. that, is a, that is basically where the SNPs are. The number is kind of like their address, right? So 677 is where that SNP lives on one side of the ladder, and then his other okay. friend, 677, lives on the other side and they connect in the middle. Okay. So when one is twisted, it goes from 677C to 677T. It's going the wrong direction, so it's coding wrong, but they live mm. on the same ladder rung, okay? So you can be a heterozygous, which means one side of the ladder rung is mutated and the other side isn't, it's totally normal. Okay. okay? Right, if you're, that's heterozygous. Mm -hmm. If you're homozygous, it means both sides of the ladder rung right. are mutated. Both six, seven, sevens on that address of that ladder mm -hmm. rung. So you can be heterozygous, six, seven, seven, or homozygous. Heterozygous meaning one side's mutated, other side perfectly mm -hmm. normal. Homozygous meaning both mutated. 
Okay. Yeah. The thing with six, seven, seven is no matter if you have one side or both sides, you're expressive. Hmm. So that means you feel it. You know it. Something's not right. Okay. okay. So you're expressive. Now the other one is the A one two nine eight C. Yeah. So one two nine eight C heterozygous, right? Which means mm-hmm. on the latter rung, only one side is mutated. Heterozygous. The other side is fine. So the other side's not the same. It's not mutated like one side. If you are a heterozygous one two nine eight C, you're not always expressive. So you don't know it. You're a secret carrier. If you're homozygous, one, two, nine, eight, both sides mutated, you're expressive. And it's funny because they're now linking these SNPs, the single nucleic polymorphism, to different expressions of disease. Wow. Your six, seven, sevens, because they are connected to heart disease. Because 677 expressive has higher homocysteine levels. Uh And what do they look for in the blood for heart attack? Homocysteine levels. Hmm. So people that have cardiovascular histories. (laughs) Like my dad and his dad. That makes sense. (laughs) Right. If you would test them, they probably were a carrier. And now you are, right? Wow. So the last type of these polymorphism is called heterozygous compound. Because we just couldn't have enough. That means literally a 677 and a 129 mm-hmm. on the same DNA strand are both mutated. Okay. Okay. And so that one is the trickiest guy hmm. because you got everything going on, mm-hmm. right? So if 1298C has been linked to neurotransmitter issues, has been linked to autoimmune and infertility, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the 677Ts have been linked to... Um, different things like, you know, heart disease, cardiovascular functions, things with the blood. Hmm. The 1298C, 677T, heterozygous compound is linked to everything else. Everything, yeah. And what they're finding is the heterozygous compounds are linked to chronic disease, including the big C word. Oh, wow. Wow. That is so fascinating. Um that's and and I even so you said the one two nine eight C, would that go for um, like miscarriages as well? Miscarriages mm-hmm. and infertility can. is that okay? You can but then again, it doesn't mean that everybody had a miscarriage has a right. mutation. Right, it just yeah. might be your iodine might have been low, or mm. your diet was off, or you mm-hmm. got stressed out, or you know God has a way of taking care of things that you know maybe the baby just right. wasn't complete. Maybe yeah. we missed something there. So. It's not, you know, it's not mama's fault or dad's right. fault or anybody's fault. But when you know something like this and you've ha- been having chronic issues, you know there's a way to fix it. And you can be like, mm-hmm. I can fix this. I can biohack this. And that's basically mm-hmm. what we do. We biohack this mutation. Yeah, so tell me more about that. How, what do you do for yeah. that? What's biohacking? So let's say you have it, right? You have a 677T heterozygous. One side of your polymorphism flipped. Mm -hmm. What does Aaron do now? Is it hopeless? Is it over? No. (laughs) We're going to biohack you. Mm -hmm. So we're going to come in and we're going to say, listen, Aaron, the less stress you have on your life, the better. So number one, Mm -hmm. we're going to look at lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say better food equals better body. More tree ground, run, swim, fly, right? Falls from a tree, grows from the ground, runs in fields, swims in the ocean, flies in the sky, organic, non-genetically modified, Mm -hmm. better for your body. You're special. 
and you need special things. That's just how your body works. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you want to have better health, you got to treat your body better. That's just the way it is. So we're going to take away stressors from your life. I'm going to take away food stressors, chemical stressors. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to tell you, Aaron, those people that stress you out, you don't need them anymore. <laughs> stress is stress to your body. Right. It doesn't know if you broke up with your boyfriend or you ate a Big Mac. He doesn't mm -hmm. know the difference. It just goes into fight or flight. Mm -hmm. So get rid of the stressing people. Get rid of the stressing situations. And if you can't, then we need to learn some management of stress. We need to get into our daily prayer. We need to meditate mm -hmm. for our mind. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure we're sleeping. So all of these things that help build your lifestyle, that's first. Then we're going to biohack. We're going to come in and be like, all right, your body doesn't want to convert B vitamins. Well, guess what? People <laughs> smarter than me have created vitamins that are in the B forms that are already converted. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's save a step. Let's take a methylated form mm -hmm. of B vitamins and let's put it into our body and let's biohack that. Now we don't need methyl tetrahydrofolate. We don't need that enzyme. Right. We can just go right around that little broken enzyme and put already activated B vitamins into that back wheel and start the spin. The beautiful thing that they're finding, let's say, Aaron, that your methylation pathway, your wheels are only going at 25%, no matter how hard you pedal, no matter how much good food you eat, because you have this mutation. <clears throat> and I biohack that. I give you, I get on the bike with you. I'm like, let's pedal together. I'm going to be the B vitamins that are methylated mm -hmm. and you be Aaron. So now we're pedaling together. So now our efficiency is better. What happens is every 90 days or so, your entire body reproduces itself. I mean, like in six weeks, we wow. have an absolutely new liver. Isn't that amazing? Like, that amazing. is very amazing. Yeah. So in theory, if you look at how the body can regenerate itself in the end pathway of methylation is to create new cells if i biohack around a broken enzyme and we put in the right vitamins what they're finding is your methylation can go from let's say aaron's is 25 percent hypothetically you could be at 50 percent in 90 days and another 90 days you could be at 75 percent wow and another 90 days you could be at 85 percent and maybe that's all you ever get to but wouldn't it be great to feel 85 percent better than you feel right now Mm -hmm. Would you continue taking your little B vitamin every day if I guaranteed like, yep. hey, you keep taking this, you're going to keep your methylation pathway up. You're going to create healthy cells. You're going to create lots of glutathione. You're going to detoxify. You're going to feel great. Mm -hmm. I'd do that. Yeah. Right? We may not be yeah. able to fix our genes per se, but man, with the technology we have and the science and the studies and all the things that are out there, we can certainly get around some things, right? We can certainly yeah. biohack the body a little bit. Wow. And you know, it's interesting. My mom recently started taking a methylated multivitamin um, not long ago. And she also is, has the same mutation I have. And she says she notices such a difference when she's off of it. If she runs out or whatever, she'll notice some mm -hmm. almost, you know, like some joint pain coming back, some fatigue coming back. And it's interesting. I never thought a multivitamin could do you know, that kind of thing. I know for me, it's like a light switch comes on in my brain. Right. <laughs> so that's one thing. But yeah, I think that's so important for people to hear because most of the B vitamins that we get through our food, through our fortified food, mm -hmm. um, through cereal, um, like you said, was, and it was designed for a good reason to prevent spina bifida, right? Like the whole right. reason, like, I guess, was it 98 or 99? They put all the folic acid and wheat and cereal and pasta. So what happened in 96? 
Oh, I don't know. Tell me because I've been trying to dig the into some first of genetically now. modified product was put out. Oh gosh. Wow. So that was the first year. And then all of a sudden in really? 1998, we had folic acid reduction. Really? Mm. <laughs> it's not a mystery. Wow. You know, if you go back through history and you understand what we did to ourselves mm -hmm. as a society, you know, mm. and you can go through any conspiracy theory you want to, but science is <laughs> Love science, those. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The whole folic acid movement, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, 1996 was the first genetically modified plant, right? And that's where we started, like, we got to feed the world. There's just not enough products mm. to feed the world. And, you know, from a country that buys 90% of its food processed, which is box, bag, can, or bottle, that's mm -hmm. not food, that's a product, right? Right. And we throw away 40 billion pounds of produce every year. Gosh, I would wow. say it's more of a mindset that we just don't want to make food and we're throwing away tons of food. It's not that we couldn't feed the world. It's that literally we're not willing to. So we decided to do this genetic modification of plants to resist the pesticides and chemicals that were spraying on them, right? <laughs> because the bugs were eating our crops because our soil was so depleted. Mm. So there was a great um, chemist and he was an agricultural biochemist. His name was Dr. Kerry Reams. And he found that if the soil nutri nutrient density and the pH of the soil was optimal, bugs did not eat the plant. But what oh. happens in industrial farming is we deplete the soil, pH is off, and it becomes a harbor of just infestation because the plant is already dying as soon as it mm -hmm. grows, right? So that's really what happens. So for us to get rid of the bugs, we started spraying chemicals and pesticides on these plants, and then the plants started to die. So they genetically modified the plants to resist the glyphosate and the other things that we're using. Wow. They just forgot to genetically modify us. Yeah. And so yeah. now <laughs> we are receiving this, and our bodies are mutating from all the toxic storm we have put into mm -hmm. our world from... And, you know, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's well known that Roundup got right. pulled from right. Monsanto because, hello, it was destroying us. And mm -hmm. they found that mm -hmm. out. I mean, people won billions of dollars in yep. cancer lawsuits. Mm -hmm. So, number one, we no longer have the ability to really convert folic acid to folate in the digestive process. We mm -hmm. don't even activate the right enzymes because we no longer have the enzymes because we're not mm -hmm. eating enzyme-rich living food. We're eating packaged food. We no longer have the microbiome we used to. And your microbiome is so specific to you. It's like a mm. fingerprint. Mm -hmm. So you really can't replace it as efficiently as if you would grow it your own and abundantly with fresh, whole, organic, non-genetically modified fruits and vegetables. Yeah. And, you know, things that create fermentation. You know, that's how we get our probiotics. So that no longer happens. So we literally can't start this process of conversion in the digestive system hmm. anymore, anybody. And then let's yeah. add some stress on top of it and deplete yep. our hydrochloric acid and our enzymatic action. Mm -hmm. And you have a masterpiece for disease and decrease in methylation. The third factor that'll destroy methylation and crunch methyl groups is stress. Are you stress-free? I'm not stress-free. No. I was worried if this yeah. was a video recording. I was like, right. stressed out a little bit. Like, I work from home. Do I have to look good for this? Uh, I think you so, look great, though. It could be. <laughs> so the, the methylation pathway is affected in us mm -hmm. all, yeah. regardless if we have the mutation or not. 
Hmm, so, that's so good. Yeah. Can you say that one more time? Because that's the methylation pathway is affected in us all, regardless if we have the mutation or not. If you eat poorly, eat processed food, have been exposed to any chemicals or toxins, and you are under any type of stress, <laughs> your methylation pathway is already halfway yeah. gone. The other thing that we're seeing that destroys methyl groups, which connect to these activated B vitamins, is estrogens, fake oh, estrogens, yeah. like BPAs. They're yep. a complete methyl burner. They will destroy methyl groups mm -hmm. so that you can't even connect. So we have all of these assaults. This is how amazing the body is. Hmm. And we're still alive, Erin. <laughs> I know. You know, I think about that all here. the time, <laughs> the things that we can withstand. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. It so, might be proof that God loves us a little bit. <laughs> right? Amen. So that's the whole thing. So we all have compromised methylation. Mm -hmm. So everybody should take activated B vitamins, period. Mm -hmm. Biohack away, guys. You're saving yeah. yourself a step. Address your diet. Address your lifestyle. This yeah. is why people that do what I do talk about lifestyle first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know you got a big bad thing going on. But at the end of the day, you can't outrun your thoughts and you can't mm -hmm. outrun your fork. So... Yeah because you're not really going to have the energy to do either. Yeah, that is so true. that's really the point. Uh -huh. um, but that's kind of like how MTHFR works. So what they did was they started to put folic acid mm -hmm. into, they fortified things, right? And you see it in our white breads and our pastas and cereals. It's like fortified with folic acid. Mm -hmm. Again, good intention because they went, oops, sorry guys, we destroyed your digestive system with this whole save the world and feed the world genetically modified thing. But what we really meant is we wanted to continue spraying chemicals on your food and be hey, sorry. Um, so let's hurry up and put some folic acid in there. <laughs> so for 40% of the population that actually has this mutation, anything enriched is dangerous mm. as enriched means enriched with folic acid. You're literally poisoning yourself. Yeah. Every time you eat a piece of enriched white bread, and rich pasta and rich cereal and if your kids have it you're poisoning them too mm -hmm. so it's not just the gluten anymore i mean gluten right. kind of took a backstage appearance and was like well i used to be important i used to make your vli stick to your intestinal tract and mm -hmm. cause leaky gut but <laughs> man i'm being replaced mm -hmm. by this guy over here who's yep. coming in and literally poisoning your liver Whew, yeah. that's a bigger thing so we yeah. have two things going on now guys you got gluten intolerance because of our inability to process it and break it down because of the highly processed wheat we have mm -hmm. where we take the bran and the germ out. And oh, good now stuff. we have yeah. another thing, right? Now we have folic acid in there that they're enriching it with for 40% of the population Gosh. who can't break it down. Who can't break it down. So we're seeing an increase in a lot of neurological issues and, and a lot of, I mean, you know, you mentioned homocysteine and I think even in, now correct me if I'm wrong, like Alzheimer's, neurodegenerative diseases like that, isn't that also can be about high homocysteine as well? Yeah, this is it's just basically low glutathione is what yeah. it is. Yeah, and um, we're seeing an increase in that as well. Yeah, yeah, and so, you know, if you want to draw connections, it's just over time, your body's going to build toxicity. Yeah. And your toxins are fat soluble. Where are they going to go? Mm -hmm. What's fat in your body? Your butt, mm -hmm. your thighs, yeah. <laughs> your spinal cord, mm -hmm. and your brain. And so I tell people when their issue is weight, I'm like, be grateful. Your body is encapsulating those toxins and putting them on your butt. Mm. It's not in your brain. It's not in your spine. It's not causing a neurological issue. Be grateful. We can mm. always lose weight. 
you can't always regain your brain. Wow, that's a good thought. Your body gives you signs and symptoms all the time. It never does anything wrong. Your body will respond to the environment you put it in. If it's good food, good thoughts, and good God, you got good health. If you got poor food, poor thoughts, and no God, you got no health. That's just (laughs) Mm -hmm. how it works. It's not rocket science, right? So what I want people to take out of this is not fear, but hope that if you change your lifestyle, if you get Mm -hmm. on the right forms of vitamins and minerals for any mutation that you have, or even if you don't, and you do those two things, and then you manage your stress, Mm. you are going to have a completely different life in two to three weeks than you have today, a better one. Yeah. So just two to three weeks. And that's true for kids as well, right? Like I think about for our kids, if we know we have these or we see, you know, kids, I I feel so bad for kids these days. They're growing up in such a toxic Mm -hmm. storm, as you said, that more so than even when we were younger. Um, But we can, as parents, we can do these things for them, right? And help them make these choices and help them see the differences. Um, And you said two to three weeks and explain again the liver you said we we get a new liver and yeah your body will well, i mean this is just these are yeah, just yeah. grandioso statistics yeah. right of mm-hmm. and these are kind of generalities but your body turns over and repairs cellularly mm-hmm. otherwise you would crumble to dust mm-hmm. and that repair mechanism is different for everybody i don't know what lifestyle somebody lives down the street right. i know what lifestyle i live so your cellular repair or your ability to or how fast is really dependent upon how nutrient mm-hmm. dense you are and how mm-hmm. well you get rid of toxins. You ever see somebody that can't heal a wound? Like they have wound healing clinics. Hmm. That's because those people can't heal it because they either don't have the nutrition to do it and build cells or they have too many toxins in their body hmm. and they can't build cells. Yeah. Either way, they're not cellularly repairing and they're not detoxifying. Yeah. So again, yeah, your body can regenerate itself. Mm -hmm. You know, they say like you get a new liver every six weeks, right? Your body turns over every 90 days. Like, I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can talk about when it comes Mm -hmm. to natural health. But what that is to tell people is that you get another chance all the time. You -hmm. get another chance. No matter how many cheeseburgers that I ate in college (laughs) or Diet Cokes that I drank, Uh, I'm still here. My body's mm -hmm. like, we got chance number 470,000. Yeah. (laughs) I'm better than a cat. I got a lot mm-hmm. more lives. So that's the whole point. I want people to know that you know, the body's amazing. And yeah. this, this mutation is a signal. It's like, hey, signal. I like that. wake mm-hmm. up. Wake yep. up and look what you're doing yep. to your environment, to the food that you're eating, to what you're putting in your body and the thoughts that you're thinking. Like, come on, guys. We can do better. Yeah. But again, it does show you how amazing the body is and how it can adapt. Um, yeah. And, you know, I I have to give, you know, tribute to people that study this, that have come out with these biohackers that have been like, oh, yeah, MTHFR, take this methylated B vitamin, pow, you know, it's it's awesome. Yeah, there's really good products out there. There there are. And yeah, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I think a lot of people, oh, I'm gonna have to take something for the rest of my life. And I'm like, well, you take B vitamins now, or (laughs) you end up having to take a prescription medication for the yeah. rest of your life and you end exactly. up on side effect and then you need a medication for the side effect and then, you know, side effect of that, you know, and that cycle. So, I mean, it's a, what do you pick, you know? Um, 
let's see. I think you've answered. I had a whole list of questions that we talked about before, <laughs> but I think you answered every single one of them. Um, the one thing I will ask, you know, I think there are still people that are concerned about, oh, my, my doctor told me um, I need to take folic acid in pregnancy. It's really important for the baby's, you know, uh, spinal health, mental health, whatever it is. Um, so what do we say to people like that? What form should they be taking in pregnancy? Yeah, I agree. Nutrition is absolutely important. A few things. There are not many medical physicians that I know that received any kind of nutritional education more than maybe 12 hours in their entire career. I have hundreds of hours. So do other naturopathic practitioners. Mm -hmm. You yeah. probably have hundreds. And not because I learned it in a classroom, because I was an advocate for myself. Right. So that's the very first thing. Don't take my word for it. Don't take your word for it. Go take your own word for it. Yeah. Right? Go out and research and find out. And, mm -hmm. you know, I always tell people, prove me wrong. I'm okay mm -hmm. with that. You can prove me wrong. Yeah. That's good. Um, you won't, but, you know. But for people that are pregnant, you have to remember you're growing a person. So what mm -hmm. kind of person do you want? Do you want a nutrient dense? And yeah, we are. We're going to get our cravings. You know, we're going to want our Chinese food at two in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes even if you don't, it's just fun to wake your husband and make him go get it. Like, <laughs> I think it is. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, full late is what you're looking for on those labels mm -hmm. and words like methylcobalamin. That's mm -hmm. methylated yep. B12. So mm -hmm. know the names of your methylated forms and get aligned with good companies that have that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my profession right now is chief operating officer of a supplement company. Mm -hmm. Our brand standard is no allergens, no GMOs. Mm -hmm. No, we're very clean. And then we do yeah. all activated forms because it's really important, guys, that yeah. we biohack around what's happening around us. Sometimes we can't control mm -hmm. that glyphosate's getting sprayed everywhere, but we can control what we put into our bodies. So choose better. If you are pregnant, get on a methylated form of B vitamins, especially folate with the ATE. Yeah. That means it's activated. That's what you're looking for. Don't use folic acid. Mm -hmm. um, you're you're going to have to convert it. And we're just not good converters anymore. So right. why, why even play the game? Just get an activated yeah. form and go for it. Like that's, it can't that's hurt anybody. B vitamins are water soluble. You're going to get rid of what you don't need. That's awesome. Well, I have one last question for you um, that I forgot to talk to you about beforehand. Oh, but okay. this whole show is called Sparking Wholeness, right? Mm -hmm. Just kind of, I love to just give a little spark to give people information to get them started on their own health journey. So if you could give just one piece of advice that would spark someone towards wholeness, um, what would that be? Sorry to spring this on you. No, <laughs> stop giving your health away. Hmm. You know, you, the reason that we are in the situation that we're in, and this is what I would tell people, come see me. Hmm. The reason you're hmm. stuck in that chair right now is because of all the choices, thoughts, and things that you've done to this point. But today, you can actually make a different choice in your health and get out of that chair and start a whole new life. So the spark that I want to leave to everybody is that you are in more control and power of your own health than anybody else in the world. You don't need to go seek somebody to tell you what to do. You yes. need to go become an advocate and an yep. empowered, educated person and then determine what you should do. Does that mean you might need some help tailoring? Absolutely. But here's the thing. 
health is either an investment or it's an expense. You're either going to invest in all the preventative measures now, or you will pay for it later. I promise you. Yeah. The difference is how well you'll feel when you're spending that money. Right. Yeah. I, so I want to feel Thank good. That's yeah, no, that's, that's so good. Now invest Tracy in your health. Yes. Yes. I love it. Uh, where can people find more information about you and what you do? Where can they follow you? Anything about that? Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't practice anymore. Um, I used to, I was in natural health for 25 years and had my own facility, but you're welcome to reach out to me on Facebook. I mean, it's just Tracy Straub. It's a personal page by all means. You can't miss me. You'll see my thousands of posts on, you know, all kinds of health and, and vaccines and everything else. Uh, my profession right now is I'm chief operating officer of nutritional frontiers. It is a uh, nutraceutical company out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's where I work. You can always contact me through there if you go to the website, nutritionalfrontiers.com, and you just, you know, send an email. You can always ask for me. I'll be more than happy to talk to you, help you get set up on the right vitamins and nutrients. We do free webinars every month. We do awesome. education for professionals. Um, so lots of great things that we can connect through on a personal level, a professional level. But, you know, I always tell people, I, I charged for my, my knowledge a long time ago. And now I just, I just think it's not something that if God gave me the ability and I, and I know something, I should share it. Because you know what? God gave me a whole book of how to live better. And why, why wouldn't I tell people how to live better, right? Mm -hmm. So that's my whole Absolutely. thing. So if people yeah. need me, they can just reach out yeah. on Facebook or they can just contact me through nutritionalfrontiers.com. Okay. Find Thank you so much. Thank you yeah, for taking welcome. this time to talk about this topic. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. And this is great. I'm so glad that you have a podcast and you're educating people. It's, it's really important, you know. Knowledge is meant to be shared. Absolutely. So yeah. what I'm thank, proud to do. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to Sparking Wholeness. For more on all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul, check out my website, sparkingwholeness.com. Don't forget to be kind and subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And to be really kind, you can leave a nice review. I like those.